All right, here's another warning for this week's episode. It is laced with cussing. That's all the time I'm spending on that warning. Let's go. Welcome to Planet Noun, where it's all about the people, places, things, and ideas that teach us, prompt us to make a difference, and do more with what life presents. So this week, we have another collaboration episode with Liliana and Tamara of Barely Bougie Mamas. It's a podcast that was released during the summer. If you haven't heard last week's episode, be sure to take a listen after you get through with this one. So Liliana and Tamara of Barely Bougie Mamas, both of these moms grew up in poverty, but they have crafted lives for themselves. And their kids that are totally different from their own upbringings. And of course, they talk about all of the funnies and concerns that stem from those differences. Now, last week, we specifically focused on some of their experiences during their formative years versus how their kids are growing up. Now, this week, my sister Leah and I are guests on their show talking about something we know, being childless single aunties and the role that such aunties play or that any auntie plays in the family fabric. Whether they're linked by bloodlines or play aunties that are for real real with their care, concern, and involvement. So let's get to it with the Barely Bougie Mamas and Planet Noun. We have guests. Yay! Tamara has been chomping at the bit for fucking guests. People! I like people. I like people. Whatever! (laughs) So... These are my friends, right? Yeah, we're going to have my friends too, but mine will probably be white. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> so, um, Liz, Liz and Leah, I grew up with them. Um, Liz and I are the same age, mm-hmm. like two or three months apart. And Leah, you're three mm-hmm. years older than us? Three. And um, today we're going to discuss unmarried aunties. Oh, okay. And the pros and cons, I guess we could call it, of being an unmarried auntie or having an unmarried auntie in your life. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with you guys. You guys have nieces and nephews, right? Or only nieces? Just nieces. Yeah. Oh. I'm no. petitioning for a nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so neither of you guys have children? Nope. Oh, and you've neither been married? Nope. So, speaking of the non-stereotype. Oh, well, that's the reference to a, a collaboration podcast that we just recorded. Yeah, so make sure that you listen to both podcasts. Right, because it's a continuation, because we're not meeting again. No, <laughs> and listen, it's the same conversation. We're still having the conversation, so you're going to have to listen to both. So your brothers are significantly younger than you, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, the first brother is There what? are 15, it's 15 years between... Me and, Phil. and the youngest. And the youngest. Yeah. The youngest. Mm-hmm. So then, they are the ones that had children, right? Actually, no, one. Oh, one Phil, I don't have no kids? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. Not yet. We need to start. Yeah. That's the yeah, one we need to start petitioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get his together. <laughs> okay, so now we're just talking. So I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. who's unmarried, um, doesn't have any children. And she was telling me a story the other day that somebody was talking to her and they were like, you know, you're so happy and you don't even have kids and you don't even have a man. And I, I have that. And I still, I'm, I'm still not even happy, but you're so happy. How do you deal with those kind of comments? Because that kind of shit would piss me off. Have you heard mm-hmm. any kind of that? Do people assume that because you're in your 40s or over 40 and you don't have children, you don't have mar- you don't have kids that, oh my God. Can life you be is, happy? Life has ended. Yeah. Well, how do you deal I've, with that? I've heard that before, and uh, it is irritating. But you know, I've heard it more than one time. So I mean, 
I just brush it off because I am what I am. You know what? You know what gets them? <laughs> when I'm in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> This is the love triangle. Yes, girl. Let's go. When I say, "Oh, let me run to Vegas right quick," right. or let me go to New York for a couple of days, which where, well, that's where she was that's last where, week. That's mm-hmm. where I was last week, and it's oh, and then it becomes oh, you're so lucky. Oh, you know the so the, the song changes. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are going to say what they are going to say, and they're going to think what they're going to think. But whatever. Yeah. How about you, Liz? What Have you, you had that? Uh, well, not from you. Um, but I know. for me, I'm always been like, "Damn, bitch, <laughs> you lucky." <laughs> told me when we were still we shared a, a place in LA yeah. and it had like a pool it kind of had like a Melrose type Melrose place type feel to oh, it yeah. and the courtyard and everything that was a cool and spot. I was like <laughs> I have the life that you I thought you were gonna have and you have the life that I thought I was gonna have um, and that we had a laugh off of that because yeah. I mm-hmm. thought you know I thought I was gonna be married by now with you know with a couple kids maybe three and it's just our lives are just kind of like reversed wow you know how we thought but as far as the people asking um, I used to have some friends who would ask and who would, you know, try and wonder about mm-hmm. me getting married or having a significant other because, you know, that's what they have and they seem to be, you know, they seem to be happy. No, um, they just want to know. They just want to include you in their misery. As a, <laughs> but now, now, you know, they don't necessarily ask anymore because, um, and they, they know the ups and downs. Sometimes I, you know, sometimes I feel lonely, but at this stage in the game, after what? Two engagements that didn't work out, and that kind of thing. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm a spinster. What is? I'm a sexy spinster. Okay. See, I always thought I was gonna be a spinster, <laughs> and I always thought I'd be a cougar too. I wanted to be a cougar so bad. I wanted to be a cougar. And I just think that I think Wait, that's just. Are those? Is that a cougar on you? No, what's no, that that's on leopard. you? That's <laughs> We're talking about her tattoos. <laughs> but I did think I was going to be a cougar. So I, so I do, you know, actively envy you. Like, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, each day, each day is different. And of Absolutely. course, you know, with womanly cycles and things like that, things kind of, you know, flow, ebb and flow and change. But overall, I'm to the point where I'm okay. Okay, the song I'm that so I think okay. that we should listen to right now, any mm-hmm. ladies that are hearing this, we should listen to Holy by... Um, Jamila Woods, because she has a song, a, a line, and she says, um, "I'm lonely, but I'm not alone." Mm, like right. in this moment, in that particular moment or time that you feel whatever it is, right. you feel lonely. Mm-hmm. But because we understand tribe and family, we're not alone. Right. right, and I think that that's what the unmarried auntie brings. Right, mm-hmm. we as the fa- the people that have family and children and everything bring to them the, the tribe, and they bring to us the, the tribe. Still, like right, the tribe, <laughs> they, but they, but in in the sense of, I say tribe in terms of population of people. Oh yeah, okay. but they bring to the tribe this energy of like. Listen, I have some friends that are unmarried aunties, and I'd be like, listen, girl, can you take these motherfuckers for a little bit? And (laughs) they have, like, they have the energy, right? Because they don't have to deal with kids. Like, if everybody in my environment and in my tribe had was in the same space as I was with, three kids under five, and, you know... there would be no one to give relief, because we all in this mire... Right, everybody's going through the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. I mean... If I if that was the current real situation, 
I would probably try to move us all to a village or a compound. Oh, I would try to move us all to a compound. We could all share each other's men and women, and everybody just kind of. I don't know about sharing the men. I mean, that's just how I, that's my how my mind works. But, like, I know. I'm like, like, me and my friends this. say we say we're gonna do like this Golden Girls thing when we get older. So uh-huh. we have a mansion and all live or whatever. Somebody said, well, what about the men? I said, well, they can stay in the he shed. <laughs> children are their children are over 10 now so i'm kind of like an auntie figure you know they call me miss leah some a few of them call me auntie leah or whatever uh-huh. but yeah i am like that auntie figure mm-hmm. so cause, are you do you have play you have play nieces and nephews i guess that's yeah. what you call it right yeah, yeah. so yeah. another friend who who lives back east um her kids all call me auntie liz that's cute. You know, and it's not on mine. I mean, the reason, because, okay, when we were talking about having, doing this subject, I was like, you know, I I never experienced a single under, unmarried auntie. Because mm-hmm. we talked about in the previous podcast how my family set up is my aunties were at, or on and off drugs, but they were still, had kids and husbands or boyfriends, so there was always that. And then my uncles that married women, they became my aunties, but they were married, and my mom didn't have a whole bunch of friends, and the friends that she did have, they had kids, so they were single mothers too. Mm -hmm. So I personally didn't have what you all are. And now that my my kids have it, because I have a sister-in-law. Okay. I have two sister-in-laws, but one is a co-parent. Like, not like she's really a co-parent, but there'll be times I'll be like, listen, the kids haven't been over there in like three weeks. Like, what's up? Your visitations are you're, you're skipping on your you're failing on your visitation. Right. We can't plan weekends if you don't take these kids. Um, I don't want to have to get a court order. But like that's what it feels like because to be nice if Auntie Mimi doesn't take these kids, if Auntie doesn't take these kids like once or twice a week, I'm gonna be like or no, twice a month. I'd be like, and she hasn't. In like two or three months, because she's been having her own things happening. But I was like, "Oh man!" But that goes into the play auntie stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's my sister-in-law. That's my husband's blood sister. Okay. That's where my kids can spend the night. Right now, me, I got a posse. Right. I would say somewhere between seven to ten women that I would consider my solid folks. Different levels of stuff. Some of them may know my children, may not. Um, but none, I mean, these are best friends, sister friends. There's one that is their, my kid's like godmother. There's two that are like godmothers. But they still won't spend the night there. Right, because there's a, there's a thing. You can't spend the night at non-family members' house. Yeah, so like, oh, that's, yeah. That's in an episode. 
Yeah. Yeah, we can push one, but that's, yeah. Yeah, we, we coming up on that one to dig deep, dive deep into that. Yeah, because that's what, it's, that makes our, it makes a struggle because I do have unmarried, girl. I have unmarried and married girlfriends that don't have children. Okay. And I have a, a girlfriend, a good, super good girlfriend. She's married, she doesn't have children, and she goes and gets her nieces and nephews, and they come over for the weekend, and she's like, yeah, all the kids are here. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll meet you in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. my kids can't spend enough. <laughs> and it's just, it's funny because I do think of them as sisters, but there is a difference. Well, so, I, my sisters don't live near us. That You know, um, and one of them, I probably would not let my children stay with her just because there's some other things going on there. Um, my youngest sister has come and stayed at our house and stayed with the kids while we've gone you know, gone on a special weekend or that kind of thing. Totally okay with that. I don't even think about it. I'd be like, and I, this is where I'm at. I told my sister, my younger sister, I said, you know, you are in, you are their guardians, right? You're going to have them if we, if something happened to us. And she was like, for real? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, but you get the house. She was like, well, okay. unmarried friends that I um, that I've allowed the girls to stay with uh, not unmarried unmarried aunties yes but they're not they're just friends they are not, um, not they're not blood where'd you meet them so one of them is Nick's childhood friend from Kenya okay. and when I say stay they come to our house we don't let mm, them go okay. to somebody else's house mm-hmm. okay. well that, that that's not true because they did get to go stay with Miss Karina um, in Long Beach, the three of them. But Miss Karina don't have a, no man living with her, mm-hmm. and I trust her enough to know she to she's have sense have that she's not gonna have anybody mm-hmm. in and out yeah. when my kids are there. So that my favorite part, because do you guys see? I mean, I, do you realize your importance? I guess that's I guess that's the question. Do you understand how important you are? Not just for babysitting. I'm not talking about babysitting. I'm legit not talking about babysitting. No, I recently I uh, began to understand the role a little bit better um, because it what I see is like you mentioned before, uh, Liliana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't put that other one out there. <laughs> you know, I had to censor myself like, <laughs> right there on the tip. Um, but uh, I real I started realizing that uh, it is an important role. When my nieces come out here to visit, uh, the ability or just the desire for me to just want to give them different experiences that maybe they're uh, not that their parents don't want to, but they're busy just, parenting. But then and, also, we don't see it, I think. Right. Okay. We don't we, see we, the there's need. There's a tunnel vision mm-hmm. okay. on, on what we what we perceive is important. Okay. Right? Okay. And there, of course, you know, when you have tunnel vision, that means that you are excluding a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I think that the unmarried auntie or the, the unmarried adult, in, not even unmarried, but the another adult mm-hmm. in their lives can see that because we're, in, because they yeah. have a different perspective on it. Yeah. yeah. Because I think, I don't think that it has to even be the unmarried. I, 
I, I don't, because I, me, I'm a good auntie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a good auntie to my cousin's kids, which are not my nieces and nephews, but, like, your cousins having kids, they end up being your your nieces and right, nephews. Right, right. I'm a good auntie to them. I'm a good auntie to my niece and nephew. That, that My niece and nephew listen to the podcast because they're like, we want to see what you're going to say. Yeah, right, right, because right. they value what I fucking have to say. Yeah, right, right. My but, kids don't give a fuck what I got to right. say. <laughs> Right. No, really. F you, 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 ways that I'm sure that you guys talk to your children where it's me. I take this stance. I'm the auntie. <laughs> I don't have to be correct. Right. <laughs> you show Clean that shit don't. Up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 When right. When it comes to certain conversations, you mentioned you can before, say whatever you, you don't want. curse at your kids. Right. But I'm like, get that shit together. I'm auntie. I'm not, you know, it's not malicious mm-hmm. you know i'm because it's, i think the truth is that the the bottom line is still there you know the bottom line that's always in a tribe or in a family is that mm-hmm. i love you right, right. you Absolutely. know i love you mm-hmm. first and foremost so pick that shit up because you don't want your daddy coming in here and seeing like mm-hmm. that i'm just telling you straight up because this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. the auntie can say that mm-hmm. right if i say it i seem like a fool if mm-hmm. i say it to my mom oh, to my you're kids so mean. Like I'm trying to help you out so your daddy won't, won't get mad. Mm-hmm. Right. You know you don't like it when he gets mad. So why are you sitting here dilly dally? Right. right, pick shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, so we can run out of here. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I, I had the experience of being the un, unmarried auntie for a long time with my oh, yeah. with my nieces because um, I guess it's my cousin's children. And mm-hmm. my and my nieces, because there's such a big age gap between my brother and my older brother and my older sister and mm-hmm. myself. So when I was doing it for my cousin, I moved to D.C. to go to college, and her daughter was three at the time. Okay. So I raised that little girl, right? Like you know, we grew up together because mm-hmm. three and eighteen are about the same. <laughs> <laughs> to do other things. Right, right. It's just more dangerous. Right. So when were you more, when when do you feel like you're most active as an auntie? What age range? Um, I know for, well, for our first niece, um, we were really active because yeah. her mom and dad were both still living here. Now her dad lives here, mom lives in another state. they were state. super young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so parents was, were young. Mm-hmm. 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 And then so, you know, of course, they welcomed the break on the weekend. You mm-hmm. got some aunties who are going to take this child for the whole weekend? Bye. Here's a bag. Here's some clothes. Bye. And we essentially, we, because our brothers, because there's such a big age difference between our us and mm-hmm. our brothers, we knew how to take care of kids already. Because why? Parents, mom was working. And, you know, who dragged the kids to school? We did. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, when they were younger, who wanted to change their diapers? Who wanted to learn, you know, from Y'all mom did. and all that stuff? We yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like revisiting our, our time So you feel like brothers. you were most active in those, I mean, just because like you have other, you have years. the first five? Yeah. So what's it like after? Because my kids are still in the, not first Elementary. five. Elementary. But, like, my kids are seven and 11. And I absolutely, my aunties without kids so i have my sister-in-law who's my the ace then i have like two or three best friends that 
or aunties or godmothers, but they just always have my back outside of the sleepover part. But like, <laughs> but like, um, like I, I was. Did you listen to All Hearts? Which one? This most recent one about sisterhood. Yes, because she talked about her sister-in-law too, and she brought up the beach, and I was like, yes. The first two times that I took the kids to the beach, I was like, I need another adult. I need an adult for each kid, <laughs> yeah. me and someone else. There's no way I can take the kids by myself. We can't go. I won't take them. They won't go. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't till I had a girlfriend. I was like, hey, do you want to go to the beach? I want to take the kids to the beach. Can you meet me there? She was like, yep. She met me there. She calmed my nerves. Mm-hmm. Right. She was fun. Where I was just like, you don't were, go in the water. Yeah. Don't touch the water. You have to get yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't put that in your mouth. Don't pick this up. And she's like, oh, she yeah. A, a whole yeah. better energy. Not different. We got to call it what it is. <laughs> she called. She brought a real better energy of fun and joy and excitement and new adventures. And and, and both of both of the, the women that act as aunties hardcore mm-hmm. for my kids, mm-hmm. they bring more of the... The fun-loving mm-hmm. atmosphere. Yeah. So in auntie, mm-hmm. are you the fun auntie, the street fun auntie? Or are you like the, it's the Sabbath? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's their grandparents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they go to church with their grandparents. Um, you want to go first? or I like to believe that I'm the fun auntie. Okay. <laughs> okay. As an observer, I would say, yes, you are. Okay. But also the same idea they'll tell them to pick your shit up. So. Right. I mean, because, and I say that because, you know, it's the whole, auntie, where are we going next? There are questions, like, so I, by them asking me questions, I understand, oh, you like being around auntie. Mm-hmm. Auntie must be fun. Right. Okay. Right. So, yeah, that's why. When I, my, when I had my brother's daughter, um... I was the fun auntie. Like okay. we, I would pick them up Friday afternoon, and when we got them, I had activities scheduled for Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. Sunday morning, and Sunday before we drop you off at your mom, back with your parents. We had these activities scheduled and, and were going to happen. Um, so I was absolutely the fun auntie, and they would call me and be like, "Can we come over?" Again, I think their parents dialed the number for them. So they <laughs> <laughs> come over. Come get these kids. <laughs> right? When are you going to do this again? It's been, it's been two and a half months. It's about your time. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, but now, as times has changed, because my niece is now, um, my niece is now 18. Oh, no, no. Shit, she's even older than that. She's 22. But when it was time to go to college and stuff like that, it was, um, when it was time to go to college and stuff, she asked me for information. She mm-hmm. talked to me about her decisions that she couldn't speak to her mom about. Right, 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 right. You know, so, so essentially, I have never actually been an unmarried auntie. I've always been <laughs> but an unattached. unattached. Yeah, 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 but a, un- a childless auntie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it does change, and it gets different. It, it becomes different. Like, we didn't talk when she was, like, from probably 13 to 7, 15, 16, where she was just trying to find herself. Then I must yeah. have sucked as an auntie because yes. my brother's kids, they didn't really get to know me until, <laughs> they didn't get to know me until like, you know. Were you in the same city? No, we weren't even in the same state. That's why. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and 
when he started having kids, it was in the prime of my great time of math. <laughs> He's nine years older than me. So he started having kids when I was in my like early 20s. Oh no! Okay. You know, Twenty three. Yeah, that's when you really have to know how to shake your ass. I am not an auntie. Yeah, like I am not your auntie. Don't call me auntie. <laughs> so that's funny because yeah, no. But also that you weren't proximity has a. I'm. Plays a, plays it does. A role but in it let's does. let's talk about mm-hmm. this because if ever. Any of my old friends from high school, the ones that had their babies to like 18 and 19. And they was like, damn, Tamara just ghosted on us. I was not even the auntie friend. Well, no. There were two different girls, I shit you not, that asked me to be godmothers for their kids. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. But you had no idea what that meant. No. stop talking to me completely so i was like well i mean what i'm supposed to do yeah yeah season of life has a lot to do with and location as well yeah um with our first niece um we spent the first five years of our life or of her life with her we took her just about every single weekend like clockwork just about every weekend except for maybe a weekend or two when they would go back to um louisiana um, but then after that, I think after about five or so years when she was going on six, I moved away and that was about 12 years ago. I moved away. So me being on a different coast and maybe coming back during the holidays, which is when they would come back here to stay with their grandparents, um, that, and then the fact that she had another sister, another sister came along and then another sister like a year or two after that. After that. So they're three um, kids? Yeah. Uh-huh. They're three kids. We, I mainly, I spent the most time with the first one. And the second two, it's like I'm still getting to know them. Leah knows them, like, best of all because she's in town. When they come to visit, like, for the whole summer, she's here for the whole summer. And and during the holidays, like, certain holidays I miss. Like, I won't be here for this Christmas, but I'm going to try and catch them on the tail end of their visit before they go back. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, like, distance really, really plays a role. But, you know, I hit them up on IG. Yeah, social media. So that's what I was going to (laughs) say. That's what's made... So my niece and nephew are 21, and my niece will be 24 in November. Okay. So they're pretty much grown, right? Mm-hmm. In college. I mean, they're grown. Yeah, we're going to call it grown. Loosely. Loosely. They're never really going to be grown. (laughs) (laughs) But Instagram and social media has been our little spot. I can find them. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. check them out. I can see who your friends are. Mm-hmm. I can tell you your friends ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, mm, that looks suspect. Truly. I can ask you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Why you post that? 
What you do that? Because that's the kind of auntie that I've always mm-hmm. been. Right. Just nosy. Right. You know, you know, and that's the same way I'm in, I am with my cousin's kids. I have a, my cousin's daughter turned 16 recently. And I was like, what you doing? You kissing boys? I don't know if her mom has ever asked that. Mm-hmm. But damn it. I do that randomly. 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 <laughs> You kissing boys? <laughs> right. Listen, I'll mess around and, and tell you some stuff that she's not even ready for. Where did that come from? My mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but are you kissing? Are you kissing? You kissing girls? <laughs> All right. Are you kissing? <laughs> tell me, because she was like, "Yeah, we kiss." And so the next time I'm going to talk to her, I'm going to talk about how she's kissing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to right then, but it's going to come up. Right. Are you laying down and you y'all be laying down and kissing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I would also, say. But yeah. also, I think that's where the the auntie comes into is a is a pro in the in the tribe in the village. Right. Yes. This is an adult, an experienced adult that gives you some good advice mm-hmm. and somebody who is aware of what's going on with your child. Right. Mm-hmm. They absolutely keep secret, secrets from the parents. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I had this one. See, and so I think it's just auntie. I don't know if the, if the unmarried or not. Yeah. Because I became a resource recently. We went on a family trip. And one of the little girls, she was about 14 or 16. I can't tell the difference around those times. You know, she was, <laughs> she was like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, she had breasts and hips. Um, but she was quiet. She only came down when she was told to, and she just wasn't really fucking with us. All the family stuff, she was just kind of there. At some point, she was just reading a book. And so I'm like, what's going on with her? And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, her and her mom been beefing. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so they told me that at the beginning of the trip. Mm -hmm. I've made it my business Mm -hmm. to find out what's going on with this teenager. I'm her, like, auntie-in-law. Right. Or something like that. Like my husband. Like it's a, it's a whole bunch of steps between how we're blood related. But having that quality and understanding being an auntie and how important it is, I was able to just sit there and I was like, "So what's up?" Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, "What?" And I could talk to her like the big homie almost. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and that's what it turned into. And she opened up to me. Mm-hmm. She, she t- knows and trusts that you're not going to go back and tell. Mom. No, she doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't promise her anything. Oh, oh okay, okay. And okay. that's the thing. I didn't promise her anything. Mm-hmm. She just never got a chance. She never gets a chance to talk. Right. Because she's supposed to be, and you're supposed to, and you need to do, yeah. and you need to do. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, going back to more, to the, you know, we always, I'm always talking about black women. But going back to that, it's fucking her up because she's going to become a grown black woman that feels mm-hmm. like she can't express herself or yeah. say when something is wrong or say when she doesn't like something or say when there's too much pain. She's going to feel like she has to shut up. Right. So I was like, tell me. Right. 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 And I was and, like, what does she do? And I'm not Oh, gonna... your mama does that? And I wasn't immediately on her mama's side. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I cussed to her or with her mm-hmm. because right. this ain't my kid. Right. And so when she said something, <laughs> so she said something, and I was like, "Wow, that's fucked up." I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. And she was, and, and it to watch her energy change. She was like, "Yeah." yeah. Somebody okay. else, some other adult, sees what I'm saying and not mm-hmm. taking it mm-hmm. just as talk, talking back, right. talking smack, or out of out of out of place. This person understands, or. At, even if you don't understand, at least you're listening you're to what I'm saying. just listening, yeah. Right. I listened to her full sentences. Right. Don't jump in. And, I didn't jump in. I was just letting her talk. Yeah. And when she stopped talking, I didn't always go right back to it. 
When she stopped right, talking. Exactly. I mean, exactly. these are some fucking real life auntie skills that yeah. everybody doesn't have. Feel, I know you, you got it. Like. I know you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. You never want them to feel like you are interrogating it's, them. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to take that information and take I am back not prying. Parents. I am not prying. We are just laying in this pool, yeah. having a good time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a quick pause right here because we broke out in a sidebar conversation at this moment. We ended up talking about when I started feeling like a real podcaster and somehow that morphed into a talk about periods. Somehow. Can't tell you how, but it did. It did happen. Anyway, that bonus episode will be coming up at a later date. But right now, back to a conversation about the role aunties play in family life, a collaboration with Barely Bougie Mamas and Planet Now. So in the grand scheme of things, being an unmarried, being an auntie, mm-hmm. good or bad? Being an auntie? Yeah. I think it's a great thing. It's a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a blessing for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the children. Right. Because like I had an, an auntie, she was my older cousin, like 15 years older than me. Mm-hmm. I was able to go to her like, because she lived in D.C., Maryland. She was the first one to show me how to use a tampon because, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a slut until I got to college. But also, like you know, just going to her for financial inf- for financial information, and mm-hmm. there was a an incident in college where when I first got to Howard. They assigned me to the co-ed dorm. Mm-hmm. And my mother was fucking like, no, no, this is not going to happen. But my mother was a very quiet person. And she would have just sat there and stewed because she wasn't mm. assertive enough. And my cousin was like, what? What's the problem? And my cousin was like, okay, fine. We're going to take care of this. And she went over there and she was like, no, listen, you, she don't want her here. And you got to find a thing on campus because this is dangerous. She is only 17. You know, the whole advocate. Right, 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 and I feel like that's part of an auntie's duty. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, to advocate for the nieces and nephews. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. In terms of towards their parents, mm-hmm. like you know the situation with with your mm-hmm. um, niece, and for the parents to advocate for the for their nieces to advocate for from adult to child, like you know your mom ain't that crazy. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, help them show them the sense in right. What exactly. Your parent is just not being mean or cruel mm-hmm. to you. Let me show you the sense in it all. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. So, are we going to do hacks? So, I have a hack question. Okay, go ahead. How, as aunties, as active aunties, how would you suggest someone beginning that relationship, pulling that relationship out? If you have an auntie, a sister, or a sister friend, or a girlfriend that loves your children, but they don't really pick them up, or they don't really engage hard because maybe they think something. Because I know that will happen. She probably won't. She won't want me to do this, mm-hmm. or she want me to do that. How do you get them engaged, or get them active, or let them know that yo, yo, we need you? Well, I think that's the first step. You have to have that conversation to and be open about it to make sure that's something that they want to do because you know there are some people out there yeah who don't have kids and they and may love your kids to death but guess what 
I don't want to be bothered with your kids. Yeah, so I'll see I think them having, when I see you. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I think to have that conversation, just, you know, would you like to spend more time? Not that I'm trying to pawn them off on you. You know, I'm not trying to get you to babysit. But, like, uh, what type of role would you like to have in my child's life? And then also uh, couple it with, because this is how I see you in my yeah. child's yeah. life. Yeah. I think that's important because even in having this conversation, I realized that I may not have expressed to my sister-in-law how valuable mm-hmm. she is exactly. to right. to our immediate union as a, as a marriage even. I mean, I think about the, the couple of times that I've been like, oh, fuck this! We out! <laughs> I ain't doing this no more. Nigga, this man, bitch, I'm, I'm breaking up. I ain't going fuck this, fuck oh, this. Yeah. I could do it by my. I could be bad all by myself. Or uh, whatever, you know that yeah, thing. Yeah, that's time of yeah. hair. You got it exactly right. But you know who that comes into my mind? Who? My sister-in-law. Okay. okay. When I think about that, I'm like, what would that? What would that mean? Right. You know. So if him and I broke up and he's living here. And I'm living here. Is he going to make sure that they are having their relationship with the sister-in-law? Is, is she going to talk to me still? Mm-hmm. Or is she not going to talk to me? I don't want to lose her. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need your own relationship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose her. So um, maybe we can make this work, dude. Because <laughs> your sister on point. Your tribe is tight. <laughs> I guess you could start. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the he shit. Do you feel, do you feel gratitude? For the time that you, not even that you get to spend. Outside of the time. Because we clearly talked about it's not really the time, it's the conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the being able to kind of be themselves with somebody else mm-hmm. that respects them and loves them. And me, as being the mother, and not really the auntie in a lot of situations, I know that I don't express enough gratitude to oh, my auntie, yeah. uh, my auntie friends. Oh, okay. My even like my best best friend that will change her schedule around. For instance, this Nick, my homegirl. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was important to me, and I'm not gonna get mushy. But like every Christmas Eve. She would come and spend the night at my house mm-hmm. because I have two kids and my mom's disabled and like she's not as her mobility is not that good all the time. Mm-hmm. So she ain't getting on the floor and wrapping gifts for me. Right. And being a part of the barely bougie mamas, uh, <laughs> I was very ghetto with the amount of gifts I would buy the first few years of parenting because my kids should have all of the things. Right. And so her and I would she would come over and she would sit up with me and we would make fucking wrapping we'd wrap gifts and we'd wrap gifts and eat tacos that's our shit we like tacos mm-hmm. not a Christmas thing we just like tacos <laughs> you know yes, so we, just, we would just that make a like bunch of California shit yeah, that's, a, that's a Cali thing right so we'd have a whole pan of like carne asada mm-hmm. and then and the shells right there on the side and we wrapping gifts and making tacos mm-hmm. and wrapping gifts and making tacos it might be two or three in the morning I wouldn't have been able to have Christmas the way that I wanted to have Christmas mm-hmm. had she not come over. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't be there for Christmas Day the whole day. She would be there for when we woke up. She would have breakfast with us, and then she would hit the road to go and spend time with her biological nieces and nephews okay. and her biological cousins right. and biological fathers. But she knew how much I needed her. Mm-hmm. And our love, and those are her godkids. She would come and do it. Mm-hmm. 
That's so important. It's like it became a norm. The year that she hasn't been, this last year was the first year she wasn't able to do it. Uh-huh. And the kids were like, where's Auntie Meta? Uh-huh. Auntie Meta's not co- I mean, Auntie Meta would just sleep on the couch. It wasn't like a. It wasn't a thing. It but wasn't it, a thing. But it was a thing. But it was a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. The presence. The presence. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So I guess as one of the mommies, I just want to make sure that you guys understood how important you guys are. Mm-hmm. And I want to personally express gratitude to you because. I know that your nieces and nephews, your nieces, right? It's just nieces. Yeah, it's just yeah. nieces, yeah. They're going to be better Petition people. They're going to be better. <laughs> get the nephews. <laughs> get it popping. <laughs> we will draft the document. Let's yeah. Home. <laughs> no, but I appreciate you because your, your nieces are going to be better women. Right. Because mm-hmm. of it. And we need to work on humanity as a whole. Right. All mm-hmm. of our kids need to be better. And because you have girls that are able to talk to women, that's, a, you know, that's, that's really what it is. Truly. Yeah, Girls that are able like, to talk to women, mm-hmm. like, it's going to make them so much better. Because we didn't have anyone to talk to sometimes. Yeah. I felt that. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt, cause, because of the whole, like, everybody was married with children, and so it was kind of like, I think. Everybody's busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was a kid. Holding down the yeah. household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yes, I totally in agreement with Tamara that having an unmarried auntie in the situation was is so helpful and it is so gratifying for everything like you the unmarried aunties or the aunties who are willing to take these motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) help so much with the mental health of the moms and dads Mm -hmm. and and like you said the relationships like yeah I thought you were going to the, to the way of you call her and you bitch about him and she calms you down not that she was ready to leave well no because even in that I have I have called her, and she'll say I know, and right. and that's kind of cool, you know, she because she knows her brother, and then she also was able to tell me, you know, she's able to give me some insight sometimes, like on things that I didn't know. Oh, that's how we grew up, or that used to happen, and I'm like, oh, tell me, and they may not be stories that he would tell me. So that's a whole nother ball of greatness. The other greatness for aunties with little black girls, hair, you know. Y'all will spend the money. <laughs> Y'all will buy all the packs of hair. Y'all will go and take her all to the, the hair. shop. The hair jewelry. Yes. All the shit. Because if I do the hair, it's one color. The color of your hair. There's nothing oh else God. in it. If there's cornrows, the cornrows are going straight back. When Auntie does it, the cornrows is to the side. It's over. Are you talking to get the some highlights? <laughs> she, she looked at me surprised. She was like... I get hurt from this. <laughs> I was like, do you want some hair jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get jewelry. She was like, she said, can I get my can I get my brows done? Oh, like, like, you crossing my you twelve. The like, Z like, <laughs> But that's that would be me. That's what me would be. I'm like, can I get my brows done? <laughs> can I wear eyeliner? Can I take? Can I put on some blush? <laughs> I'm like, no. It's like, no, here's wet and wild lip gloss. From the Ballot Tree. Oh my God. It's like far as as far as feeling gratitude, um, I don't I don't recall their mom ever saying thank you verbally, but every time she lets us and allows us to take them. I saw that as gratitude. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So you know, because I mean, she doesn't have to. She's not. She's not a super verbal person like that. Okay. You know, you get to know how people express. Mm-hmm. So that was her expression. Her expression let us know that you know she okay. was thank you. 
uh, she was thankful. Yeah. I always felt like I couldn't thank my sister-in-law enough. What? I don't know. Because she would just do shit that I just would be like, you bought them both shoes? Right. They have coats? Where'd you get coats from? But here's the thing. Even if you don't say the verbal thank you, mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you good. Know, Cause if you a lot us. of it is a woman thing, too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I can look at you. I can read you. When you talk to me about your children, you give me a sense of what's going on mm-hmm. and what you need without literally saying, this is what I need. Right. Yeah, because so, I never wanted that feeling to be like, Every oh, time I'm I calling. talk to you, yeah. I'm, I'm asking you for hey, some shoes. Hey, um. Yeah, y'all don't got no shoes. We need a jacket. Just started school. We struggling. No, yeah. that's yeah. not. Yeah, most of us, we don't need to hear the <laughs> actual words. And if, if we have the ability, we're going to make it happen. Right. Um, I mean, and like, the girls get fabulous gifts from their aunties. Because she'll call and be like, for Christmas, what they want? Well, they talking about this fucking dream house, but that ain't going to happen. Right? And then the dream house show up. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> See now, here's where I struggle in that one with those kind with Christmas and those kind of gifts. It started to be too much. Well, and you can say that too. And so I shut it down like super quick because I was like, "We these niggas can't have everything. They can't get everything that they want." Oh, because oh, this is our podcast, yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, um, Barely Bougie Mamas did Planet Now podcast, and I couldn't say the N-word. I mean, Nigga. you could have, but I was, the you know, N-word. you just don't believe So, she said she's going to know what you were going to say. I would leave the N and the uh, but. You are hilarious. <laughs> so, she's about to beat, she, so she, we're all recording now, so if she does um, air it on hers, it'll sound funny. <laughs> 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 but no, yeah, I didn't want them to have everything. Right. But so now I literally incorporate her in my family planning. Like I know the the, the gifts that my daughter wants already. Right. There's three of them. I'm looking at price ranges, mm-hmm. and I know which one to tell her. Okay. And then she and my mother-in-law can either come together and get it, mm-hmm. or she can get it on her own. Mm-hmm. But I will tell her, don't get anything else. We're getting three big gifts only Mm -hmm. or one of the big gifts is gone and you can do clothes and shoes and stuff right right and i can but the thing is we're so close now we've been doing this marriage we've been married now 12 (laughs) years you know you and the auntie yeah (laughs) we totally go together what did you think we go together yeah we're together Okay, together forever. Uh, ever. <laughs> Hi, Auntie Mimi. We love you. <laughs> I don't think she listens either, though. Like, so, uh, yeah, like I said, no black folks listen. <laughs> <laughs> your black people listen to the podcast. <laughs> I wonder why. Because they probably don't think you're black. <laughs> why are you mad at me? I to see the look. Ooh, wait. I wish nobody thought what? Well, <laughs> Okay, I'll trim that part. You ain't got to trim nothing. You can just leave that dead silence in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All we right. gotta go. I have to leave. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Barely Bougie Mamas. Thank you for listening to Barely Bougie Mamas. And thank you to Planet Now Yay! for joining us. Make Good sure much. to check out both of our podcasts. Is, is the podcast your podcast or both of y'all? It's mine. It's hers. 
Because ah. I made a guest appearance. Oh, okay. On one episode. And I have the, the prerogative to drag her back anytime yeah. I wish because <laughs> sister privileges. Do you guys want to give your like Instagrams you. and stuff? Oh, yes. You want to give yours? or? Oh, sure. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Lele Love Jones, L E L E Love L O V E Jones J O N E S. Yeah, that's Auntie Lele. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at Planet Noun. That's Planet like the heavenly body. P L A N E T N O U N like the part of speech. Amen. <laughs> you know, it's Planet like the heavenly body. <laughs> I was bougie. Yeah. Well, because you know, I, radio I, I thought it was I thought it was Planet Now mm-hmm. for the longest. So I definitely thought it was a white woman. And I was like, oh, this white bitch is about to do What the fuck are we about to do? And I told you I don't have no white friends. That's hilarious. I got so many white friends. Planet Now. I thought it was a white lady. Wow. I did. I don't know if I've ever heard that. I mean, yeah, because I'm, I'm weird. I'm different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. I'll take that. So I'd be, be, be thinking different stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, why would a black girl be talking about the planet? Like, what does that even mean? All these black people dying, she worried about the planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Planet Noun, where it's all about the people, places, things, and ideas that teach us, prompt us to make a difference, and do more with what life presents us. You've been listening to a collaboration episode with host of the new podcast, Barely Bougie Mamas. It features Liliana and Tamara, and their podcast is about two moms who grew up in poverty but have crafted lives for themselves and their families that are totally different from their own upbringings. And all of the funnies and concerns that stem from those differences. This is our second of two crossover episodes with them. And this one, we were talking about the role that childless aunties play in family life, or just aunties in general. There's another one that we released last week. Be sure to check out episode 22 of Planet Noun to learn more about the mamas. You can also connect with them by listening to their podcast or looking them up on social media. Get all of that info at planetnoun.com, as well as a link to their show on Anchor FM. I'm Liz Anderson, host of the Planet Noun podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're also on SoundCloud. And please stop by Apple Podcast and rate the show. Thanks again for stopping by. And until next time, take care.